P.S. You're Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. And today we have a special guest. I know. It's so exciting. (laughs) On this, our 21st episode, we decided to spice things up. Shelby and I were getting a little bit boring, I guess. So I needed some fresh takes. I know. So, uh, (laughs) lucky for us, one of my friends from college, and post-college friends as well, um, was an extra on Creed 2 and got to see Michael B. Jordan shirtless for long extended periods of time. What a dream. (laughs) (laughs) And so, we would like to welcome to the podcast, Hannah Ward. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yay. I'm so excited. We're excited to have you. This is our first time with a guest, so we might have some technological difficulties, but we're going to push <laughs> through, and I think this is going to be great. I'm excited. And what an honor to be here on the legal drinking age birthday of your podcast. Yeah. 21. I know. It's so such a excited. good number. Yeah. I know. I sh- we should have all, you know, like separately got champagne bottles or uh, whatever. To cheer. To, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Cheers trying to think. Was there the country. was there alcohol in um in Creed two at all? I feel like maybe vodka was involved Probably somewhere. Like Russian, but... you know. <laughs> I think at the uh, I think they did. I think there was a little bit of celebration every now and then. You know, Michael B had to let go sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, after he was like beaten within an inch of his life. <laughs> yeah. Right. You got to celebrate when you get through that. Yeah. <laughs> So before we get started, uh, just like regular housekeeping things, you can follow us on social media. You can also rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, which is super helpful to us. It helps more people see our podcast, which is always a good thing. And we're keeping tabs on who gets the most compliments. So please (laughs) keep bringing them in for Team Shelby. Or not, or um, not. Yeah. We do have a review, which I will read rather quickly. It's from H Girl Forty Seven. So maybe someone from Houston. I don't know. Uh, I'm assuming I love the it's leaps a- you take with the name. Definitely, just yeah. Strange little dots. Well, it's I don't H. know. Isn't could H be H-town from Hawaii Houston? as well. Hawaii yeah. Girl Forty Seven. <laughs> yeah. So she says, "P.S. You're wrong." is the podcast for lazy pop culture lovers. I look forward to this podcast every week to get updates on all the news. Shelby and Matt are both funny and have great opinions. So that's a point for both of us, Shelby. Oh, nice. That is. That's pretty generous. That's nice to hear. I feel like that was kind of our that was kind of our shtick starting this was like we love to talk about pop culture and so few people enjoy reading it at our level. So we just, you know, it's like pop culture for dummies. <laughs> That should have been our podcast. <laughs> I'm. I bet you anything that there is a podcast called Pop Culture for Dummies somewhere on the internet. But yeah. speaking of pop culture, let's get into yes. the news. Uh, Hannah, do you have any stories that you would like to bring up for us to discuss? Yes. So, middle school me's heart is breaking since Nick Jonas is now married. <laughs> to Priyanka Chopra. Is that how you say her last name? I feel like I always mess it up. Yeah, it's like Oprah. Ah, yes. They got married this weekend. They had three-day celebration. It was beautiful. If if you haven't seen the pictures, go look at them, but... Oh, they're everywhere. I feel like that's what was, like, crazy to me, is it's, like, it's, like, a sponsored wedding. Like, the amount of tags they've had to give for people... (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like Google Pixel. They did like Amazon. Um, oh, yes, they did I mean, do the Google Pixel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. Wait, what do you mean they did Amazon? <laughs> like when she got engaged, they did like a whole thing with Amazon where they had their wedding registry on Amazon to like promote Oh, yeah. They, Amazon Khloe Kardashian registry. did that with her baby too. Like they need yeah. people to buy them. <laughs> things <laughs> right i know it's sort of like you should be able to afford this lavish wedding right but you're getting it all for free with this spawn con but it was beautiful and it looks like fun but i'm also like it's like they've been getting married all weekend and yet i've seen like 18 different posts about it it's like i know they're yeah. probably not the ones posting it themselves but i feel like they should just take a breath you know so can we go back to the Amazon thing? I'm confused. Who were they trying to get to buy them gifts? Like their friends? Friends and family? They were like, I don't even know if they were available for people to buy. I think it was just like, oh, look at what's on our registry. Like, I'm just like you, you know? And it was just like, take a glimpse of Priyanka's wedding registry. <laughs> I've been mesmerized too because like she had like a 75 foot train Yes, and yeah. I mean the videos are all really beautiful and obviously they're a beautiful couple and like all the happiness to them but it's just like a lot all at once they're already in a magazine like it just seems like they could have slowed down on the sponsored content at their own wedding but I guess when you have a four day event you have to pay for it somehow it's true well and they had multiple ceremonies yes mm-hmm. they had like a Christian yeah. ceremony and then like a Hindu ceremony where he was wearing yeah. a turban yes yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was great. I mean, she had like five dresses. It looked like a lot of fun. And it was a beautiful venue. And I'm sure it was a very expensive wedding. So I'm sure it helped to have, you know, Ralph Lauren footing the bill and Google Pixel being the photographer. Yeah. (laughs) The so I know that we've definitely talked about how Nick Jonas has three front teeth before on this podcast. <laughs> I think I've brought that up. But in the pictures of him, doesn't he just kind of like look dirty? I feel like he looks like <laughs> sort of like like he hasn't bathed recently. He looked grimy in the pictures. And I was like, that bro, like, so... get it together. Maybe he's trying to look more mature since he's marrying an older lady. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, he has to look a little tougher, you know. I don't remember noticing him and thinking, "Oh, he looks dirty," but now I have to double check cuz I don't I think he just has sort of like a smug face, you know. He doesn't look dirty. He just didn't like he's not clean shaven, so his beard's a little patchy. It's it was November, <laughs> so that's why. Yeah. He was supporting the research for pancreatic cancer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That'll be uh, another one of their sponsored yeah. tags on their next, their honeymoon photos. Oh, yeah. Where are they going on their honeymoon? I can only imagine. Mm, don't know. Mm, I sure do not we'll know. It, yeah, we'll hear about it. Yeah. That'll be next week's story. Yeah. But I, um, I, have, I have music-related news, too. I mean, because oh, okay. Jonas and... I, I love the song Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. And oh, yes. she she broke YouTube this week with her release of the music video and which I thought was fun. I mean, it wasn't as like, I thought she would go like harder, you know, like I thought it would be more revealing about her personal life or like the rumors about her or whatever, but it was really just paying homage to these classic films. So it was fun. It was cool, whatever, but everyone was coming for Pete and he had to release a statement and it was so sad. I feel for the guy. Wait, because of the music video? Yeah, he was getting a lot of bullying. Yeah, because, I mean, Ariana fans, even 
Matt once made fun of his appearance, so thanks, Matt. <laughs> but <laughs> he was he Whoops. he went on like a social media fast and then came back and released like a random photo about a movie he's in, and everyone was like, "Thank you, next" in the comments, and then just like. As she was preparing for this music video release, people were like, oh, Pete, blah, blah, blah. And so then he released a notes app photo and statement. And he was like, I've kept my mouth shut, never mentioned any names, never said a word about anyone or anything. I'm trying to understand how when something happens to a guy, the whole world just trashes him without any facts or frame of reference. And then he goes on to kind of talk about how he's been really open about his like um, borderline personality disorder and being suicidal and like very open about depression and so he's just like upset that these people are like literally bullying him and telling him to kill himself and he's like well i'm not going to but like please be nicer and it was just like oh that is this is just like sad but i mean <laughs> just re- just reflects on the weird like culture of just bullying on social media and not thinking it counts and so Ariana then had to release like a Instagram video where she's like, yeah, guys, stop being rude. Like this is all about like my song is all about, you know, forgiveness and moving on and like drawing from the pain to find something positive. So hopefully they just leave Pete alone. Yeah, you just know? leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, leave Pete alone. Leave Pete alone. <laughs> Someone's going to make that <laughs> new video like for Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sort of just like... Pete, just get off of social media for a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> he like, did. Yeah, he took a for break. For how long? Like two days? <laughs> but in celebrity, that's like years. <laughs> he has to promote his his career. Does he have a career? You know, SNL, <laughs> that random movie that's that he's going to be in. I saw him at some preview at the movies, which I can't remember what Oh, yeah, what he's in was. What Men Want. Oh, what yeah. Really yeah, with Taraji. Yeah. yeah, that's big. <laughs> That movie looks terrible. That looks <laughs> no, so bad. No, it doesn't. It looks, it looks so I thought it fun. Looks funny. It looks so yeah. good. Thank you. Yes, it does. Men, they just don't just get it. Don't understand. I can't tell. Are you guys joking or not? No, I seriously think it looks funny. No. It does. It looks funny. This is 100% serious. We're going to see it and we're going to do a podcast about it. Oh my gosh. I'll put no, it on the I schedule. Can't. No, no, yes. no, no. <laughs> Um, can we go back to the more interesting part of the story and just talk about the fact that Ariana Grande did a music video where basically she got lots of her random famous friends and people who were in these movies to cameo yes. in a music video where she basically just <laughs> recreates scenes from Mean Girls, Bring It On, and Legally Blonde. Like, that, that's such a good idea. It for is me. a great idea. Other people need to get on this. Yes, 13 on 30. It's respect. Oh my gosh, Matt. Get out. Like, get out, go watch the movie, and come back. When which you're ready part? For you've never part seen of it? The music video. <laughs> the house no, I've part. Seen it, but which, it's when where she has the dollhouse. She's and... crying over the house. The, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. yes it's a, it's a critical moment. Gosh. And, like, respect. how cool that she had all of her old co stars from um, Victorious, her great Nickelodeon show, made some cameos. <laughs> I picked out them faster than Me I picked too. out the so stars in the other movies. <laughs> Yes. I was like, oh, Jade from Victorious is playing Katie. 
Oh, Victorious <laughs> was great. Although the one I was waiting for the one kid who was brushing his teeth, like weird marionette puppet, to show up from oh, the show. Oh yes, he did have that. Guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Robbie, like the ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> yeah, so creepy. Very strange. I think my favorite part was the opening, like trailer, sh- the thing she used for the trailer, where they're talking about the rumors about Ariana. Oh yeah, and it's like the Mean Girls thing. I thought that was so fun because again, it kind of just like personalized it for Ariana, whereas the rest of the mu- music video just became recreations of these of these scenes. So that was a fun one for me. So here's a question for you both: If you had to like make remake this music video, but picking different movies from your childhood, like what would be the go to movies that you'd have to recreate? Oh, Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> I love Clueless. They already did I that. That was, was the that was Iggy, Iggy Azalea. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> right. Dang it, she stole it. Hmm. I mean, I would probably do Ever After. Yes, such and a good movie. Yes, thank you. Hannah needs to come on more often. <laughs> <laughs> this is enabling. I should never have invited her. <laughs> that one's a good. I don't know what other ones. I'm trying I loved, to think of any. Um, that one with Amanda Bynes, What a Girl, was it What a Girl Wants, where she goes to England? Yes. That's, oh, that's good. So good. And that would be a good Parent one. Trap. That needs to be recreated. And oh, all the Hillary Duff movies. Good. Oh, yeah. Lizzie McGuire you movie. Need, like, yeah. <laughs> Cinderella story. Exactly. Raise Your Voice. I don't know. Oh, Raise Your Voice. That, yeah, one. that one's sad. <laughs> Yeah, it is, but it was a it was an important part of my of my childhood. So, <laughs> Matt, which ones would you do for your music video? I mean, clearly, Agent Cody Banks is oh. like a necessity for me. Uh, I feel like um, Princess Diaries would lend itself really mm-hmm. well to a music oh, that video. That would be a good one. Uh, maybe Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: <laughs> Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> that was a classic that I watched way too many times. And which turtle would you be in the video? Oh gosh. <laughs> now that is a real a real a real question. I wanna say Raphael because he's the coolest, but I'm not cool enough to be Raphael. I would probably be friggin' uh like Donatello, which is lame, but you know, that I think that's the true answer. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see that release. Write a song and be Donatello. Yeah, please. Or just Shelby, make the music video. <laughs> you can be Master Splinter, the like old rat that lives in the sewer. It'll be great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Mastermind, the the one who taught you everything you know. I'll yes, take it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I have another story that I feel like is tailor-made for Shelby just to get angry about. So that's why oh, I'm bringing no. it up. <laughs> I'm sure you oh, saw this. That Margaret Atwood is writing a sequel to The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> I did see that. Um, it doesn't bother me as much, I guess, because the TV show's happening. So I figured it was percolating in her mind. But but I don't know. I didn't read anything about it. Did she say anything more? Is it is it going to kind of follow the TV show? Or is she just kind of resetting things after the poor season two? I, I don't think it's like directly in line with the TV show just because the I mean, the first season of the TV show is I mean it's sort of the same but it's like very different there's a lot of backstory I just don't know what like I don't understand what the sequel is going to be I don't think there's very many details about it but I'm 
Like, why yeah. Margaret? And then also, like, what is this? Because the book ends so well. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just strange me. when books like that come up with sequels. Because another one that was just announced is Call Me By Your Name is he wants to do a sequel now, too. And mm-hmm. kind of because there was rumors of a sequel to the movie. But it's sort of like those artsy, like, atmospheric novels. It doesn't really feel like they're you know, I don't know, plot driven. So it's sort of weird to think, oh, I need to revisit these characters and see where they end up because it's just not going to be the same because it's all wrapped up in the like symbolism and metaphors and like speaking to our, I don't know, our zeitgeist and whatever. So it's just sort of, I don't know what it'll be. It feels sort of like a cash grab, I guess. Yeah, for real. But <laughs> I saw some some funny news today that I feel like I just had to bring up because I think more people need to hear this. But um, Gigi Hadid, who's the supermodel, who's kind of just known for putting her foot in her mouth and being weird. Is she the one who's dating Zane or is that a different one? Yes. That's her. Yeah. That's okay. the one. And she's BFFs with Taylor Swift. And um, anyway, yeah. she had an interview with <laughs> W Magazine and they were asking her about like what she's afraid of. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but they were like, she's like, oh, I'm not afraid of like heights or spiders, but, and this is a direct quote. She said, I don't like getting out of the shower and the toilet seat being open. I'm like, I have water on me and the toilet has water in it. And I just won't shower with the toilet open. And that's like her greatest fear is just like an open toilet in the bathroom she's showering in. And I just, I feel like there's a lot to unpack here, you know, like... Does she think something's going to come out of it? Or like... (laughs) I don't know. I was reading comments and I think the general consensus is she's like... She's either worried that she like sees the toilet water and thinks, Ew, I'm wet. What if I was showering in toilet water? Or she's like worried she'll like fall in. I don't know. People are trying to Or is she worried about the bacteria being exposed in the air? Right. Clinging to her toothbrush as she gets clean. (laughs) Yeah. That makes more sense. Maybe it's that she's like worried there's like poop particles floating in the air (laughs) when she gets out of her shower. But why wouldn't that be there normally? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, does the shower enhance it? Steams it up. <laughs> it steams steam. it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's strange. I know, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt like I needed to share it so, like, more people understand, like, you know, celebrities aren't like us. They have weird phobias because they've never had to be scared of anything real, you know? <laughs> that is ludicrous. I feel like if you're a celebrity, though, you should have better fears like a stalker or you know, someone like kidnapping you and holding well, you, you for ransom. Yeah, but you can't bring that up in a fun That's little... In an article, you yeah. Do downer. So, so she came up with this Toilet. instead? Yeah. Maybe she thinks the stalker will come up from the sewer out of the toilet oh yeah and that's why she's yeah afraid. she's scared of the ninja turtle <laughs> yeah. yes <sighs> there's there's your movie there's your yeah, movie. yeah. <laughs> you know what i will say that i 
I did not watch The Desperate Housewives, but I feel like it was on like after something that I watched or before something. And I vividly remember some clip from the show where there's like a character who's in the shower and the sewage system backs up into the shower. So it's like you're, then you're like, <laughs> oh, that's it's horrible. like poop coming from the shower head. And that is a legitimate fear. Yeah, that, that is. Like that is terrifying. <laughs> Sometimes I think about that. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> That is that is awful. You should you should tweet Gigi and be like, listen, you should be more scared of this. And maybe she'll maybe like she'll if you're going to pick response. a bathroom phobia, like pick a good one. Like there you are, mid conditioner rinse, and all of a sudden it's just like your neighbor's poop on your head. Like that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hannah, do you have any other? pressing stories to bring up <laughs> there is a rumor that kylie jenner is engaged she posted oh yes, she, tell us about this she posted on her instagram story last night a picture of her and travis with an engagement ring above their head so people were in quite a frenzy trying to figure <laughs> out if she was engaged but if it's anything like her they child trolls i think that she will be married for like two years and then be like we were married the whole time and have that a nice like <laughs> emotional video about it just to follow you know oh, yeah. stormy's review no, that'd be nice yeah she's like i needed to keep this personal for me right you know exactly so she could be engaged i don't know that's <laughs> i think that's a good move i think you're on to something hannah like they've done secret baby i think yes like they're they're married and they've been married for like a year and a half before they come i feel like that's right. a good pr stunt. i think so they, yeah Chris <laughs> Jenner could get behind. But could a Kardashian not have a lavish wedding? Out of any of wow. them, I feel like Kylie would be the one. Oh, really? I would say Kendall would be one who snuck oh, out to like that's true. get married in secret. Kylie loves stuff. I don't know. But I, she also loves the She probably would like make an Amazon reveals. registry for hers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like looking at Nick's wedding being like, who can I get to sponsor mine? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think when was the last like big Kardashian wedding? I feel like it was the Kim Kim Chris Humphreys one. What? Kim and Kanye. Kanye. Are you serious? They got like a marble (laughs) slab engraved with everyone's name. Yes. And like a flower tower and like was photographed by Vogue. What? Yeah, but Chris but it Humphreys wasn't. Was <laughs> well, yeah, but that was like a television <laughs> event. You know what I mean? Like, like the the Kanye one was I like. See. I mean, it was probably cost more money, but it like made less money. Yeah. You know what I yes. mean? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They had like. I mean, maybe. I guess I'd be interested in how that works. But they eventually released it on. They released part of the footage on keeping up with the kardashians right well, i think they showed yeah. clips maybe yeah. i'm misremembering <laughs> no they definitely showed i mean i'm clips sure it was it. on the show yeah i mean chris humphreys that wedding was a huge event and like honestly was peak kardashian so i'm sure it made a bunch but i would still say even if it didn't get the same media presence the Kanye event, though you seem to forget it <laughs> was one i was reading about and like enraptured with while it was happening so so maybe kylie just didn't want to compete you know just keeping it (laughs) keeping it (laughs) low-key the secret wedding i'm i I can see it you heard it here first people it's happened they're getting they're already married (laughs) they're already married 
Already. Uh, well, I don't have any other news stories. Do you have anything else, Shelby? No, I really want to talk about Michael B. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Let's Creed do it. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is one I've been excited for. The I've realized these last few weeks, like getting ready, like catching up on all the Oscar movies and like all those like art films. I'm just like, oh, you know, I just get overwhelmed by the amount of like sadness and staring and drug movies there are. So I was really excited <laughs> that Creed 2 was coming out, you know? It was just like something to look forward to and it I liked it. I think it paid off for me. Oh yeah, I loved it. I mean, I'm a huge Rocky fan and also loved the first Creed so I was thrilled mm-hmm. to go see this one. I thought it lived mm-hmm. up to all of my expectations and all of my hype. But I'm so excited to hear about it from like the inside, like oh, from the set. Yeah. Hannah, give us like, like, tell us how did this come to pass? Like, how did you yeah. find out about it? How did okay. you get the spot? Like, I want all the details. <laughs> give them all to us. Right. So I, I love the Rocky movies, always have. Um, and they're all filmed in Philadelphia. And I grew up like 45 minutes outside of Philadelphia. So when Creed came out, I remember we went to see it after Thanksgiving dinner when, in 2015, right? When it came out. And, yes. um, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like the way they updated the story, like the Rocky story to fit Creed and like showed Philadelphia in such a true light of like the modern Philadelphia. I was like, this is so cool. Uh, like my favorite scene from the first one is when Michael B. Jordan is running with the bike life people. Like yes. I, that gets me so hyped. Um, and then <laughs> is that a is that a real thing? Like, are those people like driving around Philadelphia? Yes, I when a couple winters ago, I went and saw. I always see the Nutcracker with my dad every year, and we go to Philly, and they've Aww. driven by us on like oh my in the middle of Center City. Yeah. And Meek Mill was in one of those. Like, that's why he got arrested this last time, because he was wheeling through Philadelphia. So oh it is gosh. it is real. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I was like, this movie is awesome. And then I heard that they were making a second one. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if I could like be an extra in this. So I literally just Googled how to be an extra in Creed 2. <laughs> <laughs> And this website popped up, uh, this like casting website. And so I filled out this application and then in March and I just sent like a picture of myself, my height and weight and like all my car type in case they wanted to use my car. They didn't. So (laughs) spoiler alert, my car is not in Creed 2. But and then, yeah, in March, they emailed me and they're like, you have been casted in the final fight scene of Creed 2. And basically, like, stay tuned oh for more word. details. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm in. And then they sent me stuff in April. And I went to filming in April wow. for three days. I took um, three sick days from my day job as a teacher <laughs> um, to be a Russian boxing fan. So teacher by day, Russian oh, boxing fan by sick day. was my <laughs> <career>. <laughs> <laughs> move so yeah that's how i ended so up can you being on did it. you spot yourself can you see yourself in the movie yes yeah, so i'm actually in <gasps> like it's very quick but um i'm in the scene where like the in the final fight scene when they like pan over drago's face and i'm like in the crowd there mm-hmm. and a couple people said they saw me when 
Michael B. Jordan like enters the arena, but I didn't, I didn't yes. see that part. So I have to, you know, go again and watch <laughs> it because I missed yeah, myself well. there. <laughs> we need this to come out on DVD so that you can really like go through like, shot by it. shot and yeah. find and find you yourself find a gift of or yourself. like my finger yeah. or something. Like, there's my hand pumping yes. in the air. <laughs> I was looking yeah. for you the entire time. I had like my Thank eyes you. peeled. I was only half focusing on Michael B, half focusing on where is Hannah Ward <laughs> in this shot in the crowd. <laughs> well, we'll have to have a movie yeah. night and just pause it every every second of the final fight. Yeah. <laughs> play it on slow so like what was your character's motivation you know kind of like like how did you get into character for this pivotal role as so you know a russian boxing fan yes so they send they sent me an email so like when they told me your this is your these are your days of filming and like for your costume dress like you're going out to a club for like new year's but you're in russia so dress kind of warm and i was like okay i mean like i don't really go clubbing on a regular basis so i was like hmm what can i find in my closet so to get into my character i wore this like long sleeve romper and a a fur vest and this diamond choker and i was like i think i look i look fancy in russian i'm wearing fur right (laughs) um and i wore my knee-high boots and I actually had this moment where I was like, I I went to Wawa be- one day before before I had to go to the set because I wanted iced coffee, and it was like eighty degrees that day. And I got out of my car and I was walking into Wawa to get my coffee, and like all these people were staring at me, and I was like, "What's wrong? Like why?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I look ridiculous." I was like, "I'm wearing <laughs> fur and knee high boots, and it's." 80 degrees and sunny out but <laughs> I'm in character so please leave me alone no um so my I but I was a fan of Drago so like I had to boo Michael B. Jordan and Sylv- Sylvester oh. Stallone which was just like such an acting yeah. challenge but I really think I rose to yeah. the occasion oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> I'm so impressed yeah thank you thank you I know I've always been like interested in the extra thing and I once looked into it when I was living in New York but it's like a time commitment when you get picked yes I didn't actually know that oh yeah (laughs) I was like yeah so how'd you deal with that well like the days the the days were 12 hours long usually and I like I and sometimes we'd have to we just sit there and then we weren't allowed to have our phones because they didn't want anyone to like leak anything so I was just like sitting there Mm. taking it all in and I was so excited because I'm like this is so cool and all these people around me are like this is my 10th film as an extra like I do this all the time (laughs) and I was like oh cool like not with Michael B yeah (laughs) like I was like oh cool like I'm just a teacher like I'm like tearing up when Sylvester Stallone is giving his (laughs) motivational speech and everyone else is like this is I don't even care and I'm like this is so cool (laughs) but yeah it was such long hours yeah so could you like hear everything because I once did a movie set and I was in the background and you couldn't hear any of the main action because they're just all up in their face but yeah so to experience the actual scene I did yeah because we had to do we had to silent cheer for a lot of it so like we did some takes where we were making noise and then some of it was silent (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which I felt like really ridiculous doing. <laughs> but yeah. 
you know, all for the film. Um, and so, <laughs> but yeah, so I could hear them and like, I could hear, you know, Rocky doing this pep oh, up man. speech and Creed like banging on the mat and yelling like, what's your oh. name? Creed. And I'm like, this is so cool. And no one else really cares, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. The That's like in the movie, it looks like they're in this huge arena, mm-hmm. but like obviously you didn't like. Where was it filmed? And was there like green screens? Like how many people were actually there? So the rows around the ring, like it was like five rows of people deep, and everything else was a green screen. So it's like at this recording <gasps> stage in it's like right outside of Chester, PA, in this town called Aston. I had no idea it was there. Like. But it's this huge <laughs> studio and there's all these, there's like maybe three or four buildings. And so, yeah, they set up green screens and that's why it was like crazy to watch in the movies. Cause I was like, whoa, this looks so different than when I was actually yeah. there. <laughs> but I think there were maybe like, I want to say 300 of us there in real life. Okay. Maybe okay. 200. I don't know. But if there's only five rows, I mean, that's like pretty intimate. You're pretty close to all of the actors. Yes. Oh, yes. Very close. Oh, man. <laughs> very close. At one point, I walked by Michael B. Jordan and, like, said, good job up there in the ring and, like, touched his arm. And then he had to keep walking to no, go talk. you did Yeah, not. go talk to his stunt person. I was like, oh, my gosh, I just touched Michael B. Jordan's arm. This is a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Way to bury the lead. You should have, like, said that the instant we started recording. Like, how strong did he feel? You know, like, what part of his arm did you touch? <laughs> Bicep and strong, oh, wow. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, he does it. Those that workouts he does are real. That's not a green screen. That's real. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so did the actors, like, talk to you guys very much? About, like, were they like, thanks for being here. You guys are doing great. Or didn't they really interact much? Um. Like a little. So when well, when Sylvester Stallone walked in, everyone stood up and was like standing ovation because, you know, Philly and, you know. So oh, he would yeah. do his like, he would wave to us. Um, and sometimes they the boxers, they would like, do, you know, just wave. But it wasn't really like, they would be like, great job. There was one guy who, the guy who does the stitches, I don't know his real name, but in the movie it's Stitch. <laughs> Oh. And he he's the one who always is like, you know, healing Michael B. Jordan. And he would always come out to smoke like during our lunch break. So he would like hang out with the extras. And so I'd talk to him for a little oh, nice. bit. So like we're friends. Oh, my gosh. Nice. But I mean, other than that, not really. I mean, but they were right there the whole day. So you could just like watch them. And also like. I was tired after sitting and standing all day. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> how tired those two were. Because they actually, like, do the boxing stuff. Obviously, they don't hit each other. Well, sometimes on accident they do. Yeah. I didn't see that, but um, apparently yeah. that happens. But, like, I was like, <laughs> they must be exhausted. Like, I'm so tired and I'm just sitting in this chair. <laughs> yeah, so how long does it take to do, like, like, I mean, it took three days. But, like, in a take, how much time... Like, how long of sequences are they recording between takes? You know what I mean? Yeah, so each take like, was, like... Like, is it just, like, oh, one punch cut? No, <laughs> they would do, like, different combinations, but they'd have to do them multiple yeah. times. So, like, that part in yeah. the movie where he's banging on the ground of the boxing ring, we had, like, yeah. they had to do that ten times 
And I was like, oh my gosh, I would be so frustrated. <laughs> but it, and it would be things for like, oh, this makeup was wrong. Or like, oh, there's not enough sweat over here. So this like lady would rush out and spray them down and like rub their abs and make them oh look sweaty. Gosh. How do you get that? That's job? what I was wondering. Yeah, I was like asking for a friend. Who? How do you apply? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, you should have become friends with the Mister and I then been like, oh, up. I can tap you out if you need a break. Yeah. Like, you can count. On I me. got this. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I was only there for filming rounds three to the end of the fight, and like, I was just like. I mean, we were there for three days, 12 hours. And in the movie, it's like maybe six minutes. <laughs> um, so one of my favorite parts in the movie is when Creed comes out. But you weren't there for that. No. In the final fight. I wasn't. Oh. I missed that day. When Bianca starts singing. Yes, and then she's that's right so there good. In the flesh and she... <laughs> yeah. I was like, way to get that self-promotion, Bianca. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I need I need like an in-depth analysis of Tessa Thompson and what she was doing and was she a nice person and <laughs> like what like any any information you have would be much appreciated. I only <laughs> saw her for like she was only there for part of one of the days. And so Oh, really? Yeah, because I think they filmed some all of her stuff. She is. Yeah, not so not so great. No. Oh my um, gosh. I feel like Don't her, ruin this for me. I'm kidding. I, <laughs> I think most of her stuff was on the days that I wasn't there. So like, right. because I was a Russian fan, all of the things that we did on that day were like more on the Drago corner. So like that, the part where Drago's mom walks out, we they literally had to film that 12 times. <laughs> cool. Oh <my> gosh. <laughs> was it worth it? Also, did know. you know that Brigitte Nielsen and Sylvester Stallone used to be married at some point? <laughs> yes, I, I found that out this week. That. I was like, what? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but I know. Oh, I I was well aware growing up that they were married <laughs> because she's in the fourth one and we were always like, What? Yeah. Like, how could Rocky be married to Drago's like wife? This is like this is betrayal <laughs> of the greatest form. <laughs> And then when we were watching the actual movie Creed 2 and she showed up, both of my parents like visibly gasped. And then afterwards, my <laughs> oh mom's my. like favorite pastime is to like criticize people who have had plastic surgery. Oh, and, well, she would have uh, a heyday so with she was this like, film. She looked yeah. so bad. Like she looked <laughs> terrible. I can't even believe they put her on the screen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think the most jarring like face I saw in the movie was when um when Rocky goes back and finally reunites with his son because I like totally totally forgot he was in the last he was in one of the movies oh, oh yeah and I was like yeah. why is this is us guy here like <laughs> why did they cast him that's so random <laughs> it was a surprise for me I need to rewatch all the Rocky movies more I guess well Rocky Balboa which is the one that he was in is mm -hmm. I think the I mean, Rocky V is also terrible, but Rocky Balboa I mean, was was, was, was in the era of Doesn't like, count. okay, let's go back and get like an old actor who used to be in a hit franchise and we'll like have him make a new movie. I feel like it came <laughs> out very close to Indiana Jones and yeah. the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And it was about <laughs> as good as that movie was. And people just immediately tried to forget it. So yeah, when he showed up, I was like, oh yeah, there was a sixth Rocky movie before the Creed <laughs> yes. movies and it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, but I was, I was surprised. I mean, I was, I was ready to love Creed 2 
but I'd seen some like reviews that were less than stellar. Everyone was like, it's fun, but it's predictable. But I actually like really was moved by it. Like I really enjoyed where they took the characters and like how they played with like the formula a little bit. Um, but no, I was just really excited to see how they would play with like, you know, cause all these boxing movies end up feeling very similar. You know, you, you could see the beats coming and they hit them pretty much on the nose every time in this film. But I feel like what they changed in the formula was refreshing enough to keep it like engaging and fresh. Like I really liked the Ivan Drago and Victor, relationship and element there i thought tessa thompson's character added a added a new sort of fold to the to the usual story and i just thought it was fun but i'm curious if you guys felt like it was a little too formulaic or if it if it mixed things up enough or not enough i loved it i thought it i mean but also <laughs> like i'm very biased because i think i would like it if, even if it was horrible you were a part of it you know <laughs> well, yeah. you were a star you know so <laughs> right yeah, it was your first movie first you should movie. love it no i i mean i just like how they kept the story going and like got more into adonis's and bianca's relationship and how they i think the mm-hmm. end the part at the end too where Am I allowed to do a spoiler now? Do I have to say, like, spoiler? Yes, spoiler <laughs> okay. away. Yeah, I think we're fine. Okay. Um, that, like, after he wins the fight against Drago the second time, and he goes over to Rocky to, like, come up into the ring, and Rocky's like, no, no, it's your turn now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then Rocky goes and is reunited with his son. I just thought it was a nice... I mean, I thought it was a great ending, and, like, it sets it up a little bit for a third one if they're going to do that. But I, yeah, I liked the development of the characters, and I mean, I was, I love the fight scene, so it was great, yeah. Mm. And I thought it was so emotional, like when they, when he really got hurt, and like you're, he's laying in the hospital bed, and Rocky comes, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I know, so sad. Well, when I saw, I mean, I going into this, I felt of two minds about it. Because on one hand, Ryan Coogler, who directed the first one and wrote it, mm-hmm. and it was sort of like his brainchild, wasn't directing this one because he was doing Black Panther and mm-hmm. some other things. So, and he is like a high level director and had such a great vision for the story of the first one that I was a yes. little bit worried moving into this one. But also this one is pulling from material from Rocky four where the Mm -hmm. first one was really pulling from material from Rocky one and two and Rocky four is so good and like such a good story. And I think that, so I was so hyped as soon as I heard that this was going to be a Drago movie. And I felt like they married it so well. It was such a great connection with the Rocky movies and the first Creed movie, like everything tied together really well. And yeah, I think people were worried that it was going to lose some of its spark or sizzle. And, and they said, some people said that in their reviews, but I thought her having a baby and having the baby have like, having like the same hearing loss. Yes, problem how that cute she at has. the end when she had the little hearing yeah. aids. Oh my gosh. I was like, I so didn't I know, see this so coming. <laughs> and it was, and it was like, so it, it gave both of them, both Tessa Thompson and Michael B. Jordan a lot to do acting wise and I thought they pulled yeah. that off great and then even the end where Drago throws in the towel for his son yes. I like did not yeah. see that yes. coming I was like oh I my know. gosh this is wild <laughs> I think they nailed it they did I know it's sort of like frustrating to see these reviews where it's like oh well it was predictable and it's like well it doesn't matter if it's predictable as long as it's still like 
well done and still fun and still engaging. And I felt like they were disappointed that it had a fight in it that they knew he would win. It's like, of course it does. But that doesn't mean it's not like a still visceral (laughs) fight to watch and still like a fun journey to take. And I think Michael B. Jordan is just like such a talented guy that he makes it it makes it worthwhile to watch. Also, like if you're going to complain that this movie is predictable, I would like you to re-review <laughs> A Star is Born, which was the most predictable <laughs> movie that came out this year, speaking that it was the fourth remake yes. of an already predictable story. Yes. Thank Very you. Very true. Very Snaps. true. So, <laughs> I know. therefore, Creed 2 deserves all the Oscars <laughs> that A Star is Born is going to get. Do you think it will be nominated? Yeah. I do not. For some reason, I mean, it's strange because the first Rocky won Best Picture, won Best Director, was nominated for, I think, 10 different awards. And Creed, the first Creed, Sylvester Stallone was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. A lot of people thought he was going to win. He won the Golden Globe. And then sort of out of nowhere, Mark Rylance beat him out for... The Bridge of Spies, which is like the world's most boring movie, and that's so <laughs> stupid that he won that. But so dumb. But yeah, for some reason, I don't think that this is getting any Oscar attention. And Michael B. Jordan didn't get any Oscar attention the first round, which is baffling to me because right. in both of these <clears throat> movies, he is literally doing everything that you could do as an actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like he's doing these intense physical scenes and he's like going through agony and he's doing crying and he's doing happy and he's doing sad. It's like, there's so many different layers to his performance that I feel like he deserves all of these awards. And Tessa Thompson, I think also does a really good job. And so does Sylvester Stallone. So the fact that they're not getting like awards attention and instead like that weird brother in a star is born is, is, is like gonna be nominated <laughs> for me it's strange i don't understand it you stole my voice <laughs> well i think that's what's interesting though is like i feel like michael b jordan is just like on the cusp of greatness like oh, he's yes. just like people are almost realizing like how talented he is but he hasn't quite convinced people and i don't know why because honestly i've been following him for a while I love him for obvious reasons, but also I just think he's really talented. And I like first, I don't know, I, I first saw him in Friday Night Lights. Yes, yeah, great Where show. he plays in the last two seasons. And he's just amazing in it. And then I saw him in Parenthood, mm-hmm. which isn't that great of a show critically, but he carried like one of the seasons and had one of the most powerful scenes in television for me where he does his like trademark single tear lip quiver cry. And it just like still gives me chills. <laughs> but it's just like he has had an interesting career because he started off in this really like iconic role in The Wire mm-hmm. where he just like shout out to Baltimore as a child who's like 11 or something yeah <laughs> and then he was in like all my children for a few years yeah and then suddenly he found like these network shows and then he was in all these weird indie flicks like Fruitvale Station which is when people finally gave him some credit but I just think he's like he is gunning so hard and working so hard. And I just feel like people are not appreciating his talent fully yet. So I don't know. I feel like, I feel like he can be one of the greats and I don't know if I'm just blinded by my, I fully agree with you. So you're, you're probably right. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, it is not out of the question that he is nominated for an Oscar this year. It would just be for supporting for, for black Panther yeah. and not for this. But I think that, 
if right. he gets that nomination, it will be half for Black Panther and half for both of these Creed movies. <laughs> and he has been, I think, in more mainstreamy type roles than awards roles. But mm-hmm. in every movie that he's been in, I think he's been the star. Like, it, I saw Chronicle, which is that weird, like, yes. sort of... <laughs> Uh, like superhero like movie, sci-fi. Yeah. yeah, and he was the best part in that. He's the best part in that horrid Fantastic Four reboot <laughs> that they tried a few years ago. Like he's by far the best part in Black Panther, and there's a lot of great parts of Black Panther. So I think that Ryan Coogler was very smart in getting both, yeah, Michael B. Jordan and Tessa Thompson because I think when he found them, they were both sort of like not that well-known qualities. But now Tessa right. Thompson's great on Westworld. She was in Sorry to Bother You. Like she is breaking out. I feel like in the same way. And I think by the time that Creed three comes out, which we can talk about in a little bit <laughs> yes. the, that both of them will be like full-fledged like a-list 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 celebrities which i'm excited for yeah i know i don't even know if i really believe he deserves an oscar this year but i just feel like he deserves to be like a tom hanks or a denzel washington like type in years to come you know what i mean like i feel like he is he is the future yes. <laughs> that's my hot take <laughs> No, I agree with you. For the speaking of the future, though, the future of the Creed franchise. So, Rocky, yes. so Sylvester Stallone came out, I think, this week or last week, and yeah, said that he would not week. be in any more Rocky movies, or mm-hmm. so he's not going to be in yeah. Creed three if they make it. And based on the box office returns for this, which have been so good, and I think that there's plenty of story left to tell. I can't imagine that they wouldn't make a third one. But what do you think about like him not being in it and where it would go without him since he is such a central figure in all of this? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I know, I don't know if I'm I just believe not sure it. I want one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm like, I don't know where it would go. And like, honestly, I feel like this was such a nice ending and it not only paid the necessary homage to the original Rockies but it like wrapped up Creed's journey and emotional journey a little bit that I feel like dragging it out again would be a little a little weird because to me that would be when it becomes formulaic because now you don't have the Rocky angle you don't have the nostalgia of like these different characters and revisiting them it would just be a boxing movie so As a Rocky expert and lover, (laughs) I was thinking about this after I watched Creed 2, like before I heard that Rocky wasn't going to be in it. And I thought, okay, if Creed 1 is basically like Rocky 1 and 2, because it's the Apollo Creed Rocky Mm -hmm. story, Mm -hmm. and Creed 2 is pulling on Rocky 4, which is the Drago storyline. Rocky 5 is a nightmare, so we don't want to touch that at all. But Rocky (laughs) 3, which is the Mr. T installment, the main thing that happens in that one is that in the middle of the final bout between Rocky and Mr. T, Rocky's coach, Mickey, like dies during the fight in the locker room. And I thought, wouldn't it be like a perfect mirroring if Creed 3, which is like the last Creed movie, is the one where like Rocky dies and Creed has to like deal with the emotions of that? I feel like there's a lot to like unpack there and a lot they could do with that. And also like you know, their child is growing older. And I think Tessa Thompson, like going (laughs) deaf is also a storyline that can be developed further. Yeah, that sounds so sad. (laughs) I know, but I I need to know what happens to them. (laughs) I don't know. What do you think, Hannah? I think, well, I don't, 
I can't believe that Sylvester Stallone would be done with it if they make a third one. I don't know. Right. But we'll see. But he did, like, I watched that Instagram video he posted where they're, like, at the bonfire, and he's making his announcement, and he was like, now I'm going to pass it on to you, Michael, and MBJ is like, I got you. So I feel like they're going to make another one. And I think... Yeah. I feel like it would open up on, like, Rocky's funeral or something like that, and then it would have to show him dealing with, like, finding a new coach and they showed that he already moved to LA so like maybe that's kind of you know moving in that direction but I would like another one but what would be like the victory of his fight you know like because boxing movies to me are starting to feel a little day I don't know if dated is the right word but just like harder to enjoy because you're like why are they what like who am I rooting for and I like this movie because it kind of complicated the villain of the story and made him much more like of an interesting character and a likable character but if it's just creed like continuing his boxing like without there being like a real thrust to it it just like feels sort of devoid of emotion for me okay 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 guys i just had a brainstorm let me pitch something to (laughs) you okay Okay. bring it on okay creed three opens with rocky die rocky you know like funeral or whatever and they're going through the emotional grieving of it but the villain from the first creed movie pretty ricky conlin yes, who was in out- jail i've said gets this. out of jail yes. and wants to challenge creed creed yes. however <laughs> no longer has a coach but who does he turn to but drago Miss- to coach Ooh. him <laughs> That's good. Tell or, me this yeah. isn't a great movie. See, I've actually thought about the but pretty Ricky Conlon getting movie? out of prison angle. I think that's I think that's a good one. I think that's a good way to go. Because he didn't beat Pretty Ricky you know, in the first yeah. one. He didn't. He lost. And then maybe Creed will decide to step away from boxing because he realizes that it's dangerous and he needs to be there for his child. And then that's how it will end yeah. the series <laughs> with that like emotional decision. Well, that's great. <laughs> I'll be yeah. in this third one if you want to write it, Matt. And then, like, yeah, yeah, you can oh, yeah. Maybe give me yeah. some lines you have this a time. Star already on board. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> you can be like, um, like you can be uh, the young younger Drago. Saw you in the crowd, fell in love. Now you are getting married. How does that sound? I love it. Whoa. I love it. Yes, this is a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I think this has a lot of potential. Also, there can be lots of like um, sexy sign language scenes. I feel like that oh, we haven't yeah. explored enough of. But it could... sexy sign language scenes. Yeah, it's sort of like a quiet place. <laughs> what do you mean? But... Are you like fetishizing <laughs> a quiet place but romantic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we just have a spinoff that's about Tessa and like her <clears throat> husband is sad because he can no longer box and he has to babysit the baby. And mm. she thrives and becomes the next Rihanna. You know what? I would also go see that movie. Me too. <laughs> or even a movie about the, the Dragos. I think I would see that too. Yeah. Except for maybe yeah, not the mom true. Drago. Those poor Dragos. No, no, no. Not, not well, Brigitte. Well, she Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was interested. I know a lot of think pieces came out about... Because Tessa Thompson is a very vocal feminist. And she said with this character, she was very insistent that she not become like a doting wife type. Do you think it worked out like or did you feel like it was a little um, cloying the way they're like, oh, she has a career, too? Or do you think it was an interesting part of the film having this more feminist approach? Hannah? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I like how 
I don't know. I feel like it followed the last one, too, and how she kind of got to keep her own thing while he was fighting. But she was still supportive. So I feel like it was a good mix. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I mean, it's tough when the movie is a- essentially about one right. character. And yeah. really, this is almost about two characters and the fact that Rocky is sort of like he's not a main mm-hmm. character but he kind of is and so I think like the movie can't then have Tessa Thompson as a main character like her role in the movie is right. ends up being that she's the wife because that's you know the amount of room that they have for her in the movie but I think as far as a wife mm-hmm. character in a boxing movie goes she has a lot more agency and a <laughs> lot more independence than like Adrian ever did in the original Rocky True. movies and more than yeah. like you know, whoever's the wife in like a Cinderella man or the fighter, you know, it's like, I think that she has, she's definitely right. much more feisty. And the fact that she has a career and that she has this, uh, this plot line where she's like slowly going deaf and that she kind of like stands up to Creed in a lot of different ways. I think yeah, it gives her a lot more agency yeah. than, yeah, than she otherwise might have. Yeah, I really, I mean, some of it felt like a little, like it did feel like the middle part of the film struggled to like find its footing, but I enjoyed when he like showed up at her concert and I was like, oh, look at this. She's not just going to his things, like he's coming to her things and sure they end up talking about his thing while it's going on, but you know what? He was there. (laughs) One small step, you know? (laughs) And they do have a team kind of feel to them, I feel like. Yeah, no, they're, yeah. And it was great that she just handed the baby to him. I mean, I could do without this whole like, wait, I'm a dude. I don't know what to do with children thing. But he figured it out. So it was it was fine. Good moment. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. I I loved that scene when he like took her to the boxing ring. And just so heartwarming. There were a lot of sweet little (laughs) moments. Yes. The scene where they're in the... (laughs) like the hospital and they're giving the mm-hmm. baby the sound test was just oh, like heartbreaking yeah Ugh. i know and then rocky gave that speech about how that baby doesn't know like I don't oh know. yes I don't it was such a said, nice but it, like speech. really touched me yeah yes i was like yeah this baby just needs love you know i honestly the most emotional i got was when in the final fight scene when he like finally gets a knock at at Victor, mm-hmm. and then the Rocky theme started. Yes. Oh yes, so that good. was like such a cool touch. Oh, my gosh. That was just like chills. Like the music in this movie audience. is also so top good. notch. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. The music in all the Rocky <laughs> yeah. movies is fantastic. But yeah, whenever that like Rocky theme comes out, it's just like, oh my gosh, like this is why I love these movies. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good time. Um, So one thing that some of our listeners have been asking for is they say that once we are done talking about a movie, they can't tell whether they should like go see it now or wait and see it uh, (laughs) on like DVD or never go see it. So for Creed 2, is it like a now, later or never? When should people see this movie? Now. (laughs) I mean, I guess, yeah, I would say now. I mean, one, because I'm partial to a crowd experience, and I think seeing a movie like that in theaters kind of adds to the flavor of, like, going to it. You know, it's like, it helps the audience becomes a part of the film. But I would also say you should see it eventually, like, no matter what. So it's a must-see. If you can go now, you should go now. If you can't, like, fine, but see it when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah, what do you think? 
I agree. I think it's so fun to see it in the theater <laughs> because people like when at least when I saw it twice, by the way, which you know, <laughs> great. <laughs> but um, you had to. You're also it. like so embarrassing but funny. Like when we went to see it on Thanksgiving night, my mom put a red tablecloth on the ground and made me like take a picture like I was on the red carpet so. <laughs> yes. yes I have those for my memories and I was wearing my Pappy's sweater which he loved the Rocky movie so I was like this is sentimental and nice but it was so fun um you didn't but, go in costume to the uh I did I show. should have so people could like... recognize me yes yeah, um, exactly. But I think it was everyone was just like actually clapping and cheering in the theater, and like I, you still kind yes. of, I don't know, it was like you're actually there with the crowd. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you can't go see it in theaters, watch it online and pause still it in the final it. fight. You could see my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have to post a photo of you in costume. Do you have one? I don't think so. You oh have my to. Gosh. After I, this, Hannah, just go. Uh, just go. I'll just rummage put the your closet, on. get the stuff, and make it. your roommate take some pics. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post yes. it side by side. This is your big moment. Oh, I I will do that. I think I have one picture with the um the stitches guy because he was out at the lunch break. You oh, know. Nice. So. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Um, that's sick. I also feel like this is the because the first creed movie was like two dollars on black friday and i bought it uh like this is a great movie for like a like a two day in a row fun thing like one night mm-hmm. you stay in you watch the first one <laughs> second night you go out you get dinner you go see it like it's a it's like a good two it's a weekend like, activity yeah. yeah it's like a friday <laughs> saturday night boom got you covered look at that double feature mm. date night yes. or if you're really committed you could do a whole day of the rocky movies yes and then go <laughs> yeah. see creed too yeah. i wonder how long that would take because it's what it's eight movies it, so yeah and they're all like they're all pretty much like two hours creed is like two hours and 15 minutes or something and it, it could have been longer not when it got enough. when it yeah. got done i was like oh i just like i want i want more this is so good <laughs> you know what i want more of is the creed 2 um training sequence in the desert yes that was punched so, with me too or something that where he had the bandana tied <laughs> around not, his face yeah. and he was like hitting the ground yes. i was like dang i could like watch this yeah, all day if this was the movie it would be good <laughs> Building he's muscle. just hitting the ground. Who knows, man? <laughs> yeah, building muscle. Yeah, he's just digging a hole with a hammer. Getting oh, anger. Have you ever out. tried that? It's a full body workout. <laughs> I'll, I'll go do that in Central Park it. tomorrow, just, please. Yes. And send. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Channel your Adonis yeah. creep. We have a similar body type, so it'll it'll be fine. Yeah, totally. <laughs> For sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Shelby. It's not a dig against you. It's just no one has Michael <laughs> B's true. body type. He's been blessed in that way. So he's so jacked. Like the unique. whole movie, so, I yeah, was just like, he really how is. How does he have this big of muscles? Like even his face has muscles. Like his chin is a muscle. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah touched one. Yes. A good trainer. I think that's what that's I don't know. Yeah. I'm not over blessed. That. Good trainer. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting the ground with the sledgehammer. Um, Well, should... I mean, there's really nothing that's going to top this movie, but maybe maybe you like something else slightly less than this, or or you just hated some things. 
Um, so should we get into love it or hate it? Yes. Hannah, you want to go first? You want to go last? Where you want to go in the order? You're oh, the guest. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, I can go. Sure. Mine's a music thing that I've Ooh. been loving. Switching it up a little bit. But I am loving LMA right now. Like, I loved her album that she just released in November. She had, like, some singles out in the summer, like, Boot Up. She's on the Creed Two soundtrack. And she oh, nice. performed at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I think she was, like, the only person besides Kelly Clarkson to actually sing, which I've never seen before. So I thought that was cool. <laughs> um, and then she is, like, doing – she did the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree lighting. And she's also on oh, wow. Meek Mill's new album, which also is something that I'm loving right now. It just came out on Friday. Take a listen. It's great. Yeah, those are the things I'm loving right now. I've just been watching a lot of like Thank you. cheesy Christmas movies. So those I feel like yes. I like love to hate. Yeah, no, please give me your top three right now. I need some inspiration. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I watched the. Were you guys into One Tree Hill at all? Um, yes. Okay, great. So <laughs> not really. Christmas but, Contract but from Lifetime has some of the One Tree Hill actors in it. So I watched that on Sunday. Oh my gosh, who's in it? Um, the guy who plays Clay, Peyton. Oh. Rachel, the one who has a relationship with Dan Scott, the cheerleader. I friggin' the- love Rachel. Yes. The like she's the in skanky it. cheerleader. Mm-hmm. She's great. Yeah, uh. she's in it. And in the movie, she's married to Skills. Oh! So, yeah. <laughs> Is Mouth in it? No. But oh, um, Tyler Hilton, Chris Keller, he's in it. He <laughs> sings a song. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. It's musical. Yeah. It's very, it's, you know, it's a lifetime Christmas movie. But if you want to get in touch with your One Tree Hill <laughs> actors, go watch it. <laughs> That's a good Have tip. you guys watched the one where it's like, um, Kurt Russell is Santa Claus. I feel like that's been getting a lot of press. Yes. I haven't watched that one yet. You have to watch it. It's on Netflix. It is it is fine, but there's a moment in it that just makes it worth everything. And I just feel like you guys In need a to good watch way it. or in a bad way? <laughs> no, in a oh, good okay. way. It's sweet. It is good. And Kurt Russell is very charismatic, so like I really enjoy him in almost everything he does. So it was fun. But I really like The Princess Switch on Netflix, which is a... Yes, I was going to say that one with Vanessa <laughs> Hudgens. new one. Yeah. Yes. It was surprisingly delightful. I really bought into the premise. I enjoyed it. It was wonderful. And Vanessa Hudgens was was a real delight to see on screen twice, you know? It was oh very... It, was good. it gave me like Lizzie McGuire twice. vibes, which I always appreciate. Yes. Yes, it was just like, it was fun. There were two very attractive, like, love interests, and then two Vanessa Hudgens, and, you know, hijinks ensued. They play Twister at one point. So it's all like very. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a very fun, very fun Christmas vibes. Are any other high school musical <laughs> cast members in this? No, oh. sadly, no. no, no. no. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Two Vanessa Hudgens is enough. What's you know? Ashley Tisdale doing? I feel like she's due for a Christmas movie. <laughs> Probably. She makes she YouTube videos and sings with her husband. Maybe Exciting she'll life. have a Christmas movie next year. <laughs> yes. Maybe it'll be a Sharpay's Christmas she should. adventure. She should do it. Yes, I want 
I would love that. Like, honestly, Sharpay's Adventure was one of my favorite <laughs> spinoff movies to ever happen. It's a work of art. <laughs> I mean, I, I would <laughs> I would watch it. I would watch the Sharpay's Christmas extravaganza, you know. <laughs> yeah. Matt, what have you loved or hated? Um. Okay, so to get into my full oscar snob mode i (laughs) i watched roma this weekend which is alfonso Uh Cuarón's new movie this year which is getting a lot of oscar hype uh it's black and white Mm -hmm. uh it's in spanish and you can only see it in about six cities across the united states so (laughs) uh check out your list i think it (laughs) i looked today though and it is available it's coming on netflix yes well so there's been a lot of drama revolving around it it's it's set in mexico city he is basically sort of like telling the story of his childhood but from the point of the view of his, the housekeeper that took care of him growing up as a child and it's it's very long it's black and white it's shot in these like extremely long like gorgeous takes but the but it is a long slow movie and about 45 minutes into it i was like <laughs> this is a disaster like like they need to cut and trim this oh. sucker but then as it goes it's like such a slow burn and the last maybe hour of the movie i was just like riveted and it, it totally changed how i thought about the whole thing but netflix is the one who paid to have it made because I guess none of the studios wanted it and Netflix has millions of dollars. So they were like, we want an Oscar. We're going to like get Quaron to make a movie and we'll give him however much money. But it's weird because usually Netflix movies only come out on Netflix. They don't come out in theaters. But in order to try to like woo Oscar voters, they decided to release this in theaters. And they have these like strange stipulations for the size of the screen and exactly what kind of speakers you have to have in the theater in order for it to show it. And, you know, it, oh, really? yeah, it, it is like very specific, the size of like the room and the acoustics and all of this. So basically, you can only watch this movie either in a top tier level like movie going experience or on your laptop. Like those are the only two ways you can watch it, which seems so bizarre to me. But I would say like, if you live in a big city and it's showing, you should definitely go see this in theater because I think watching it on your laptop, like with your phone out, will just like ruin it because it's such like a slow movie and you really need to be like, Keyed well, in. Matt, sorry, we don't all live in New York freaking well, city. So okay? here's the thing, Shelby. I looked it up today and it's playing in Houston. So <laughs> somewhere. There you go. Because is it basically, in Baltimore? <laughs> um, I, it's not an AMC though. So. No, it, it's playing at Landmark <laughs> Theaters. So if there's a Landmark oh. um, is somewhere in Baltimore, I, I think there is one like somewhere in the like that area because in i was washington, like washington dc looking through the list. Yes. probably there's one in washington state but mm-hmm. if you're uh if you're into slow spanish black and white gorgeously shot <laughs> movies with subtitles uh, this is the film for you this is the movie for you <laughs> really selling it yeah you know it's a it's a, for a very specific group of people which is why it's only in like <laughs> 20 theaters and Netflix yeah. coming soon. <laughs> yes, yes. Or on Netflix yeah. <laughs> everywhere, like December 8th, where you can watch the first 20 minutes and go, yeah. oh, this is kind of boring, and uh, then watch uh, <laughs> Christmas Prince or whatever instead. Or Friends, because it's not leaving Netflix. Thank goodness. That's something that I'm also yeah. loving, because in the beginning of the week, they said 
Friends might be taken off of Netflix come January. And I was like, no, what will I watch while doing my work mindlessly? But good news, they got it for another got year because they years. paid a hundred million dollars. So thank you, oh Netflix. <laughs> wow. I know. Money. It's just a construct, you know? It's like, what is that? Where's that going? Who gets that? I don't know. Uh, they should give it to us. Yeah, I take some. I know. It's like you're welcome. <laughs> uh Shelly, what do you have? Some love it or hate it? Yeah, I've been like catching up on 2018 movies so a bunch of them have been released to like hbo and amazon prime and whatever and so i've watched a lot of those over the weekend um and so i've been trying to decide which one i care most about and i guess i'm gonna go with um uh last night i watched first reform oh yes i saw that which is the ethan hawk movie also pretentious yeah and so i was like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I've never seen like any of the director's other stuff I don't think and it's just like it was I had no idea what it was about but it was interesting it's like about a priest who deals with like one of his I mean someone dies and it really traumatizes him and he's dealing with like the ethical and moral issues of like believing in God in a world where it feels like there's no hope environmentally or socially or whatever and I was really wondering how it was going to end And I just didn't see the ending coming and I've been really struggling with it. And so it's sort of like I liked it up until the last five minutes and then I hated it. So (laughs) So it's hard for me to recommend. I had the exact same reaction. (laughs) I saw it over the summer, I think, maybe. And as I was watching, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. This is so good. Like, this is like making it into the top couple spots in my year movie rankings. And then the last five minutes, I was like, what was this? I don't understand it. I like read a bunch of articles about yeah. it and I felt like the ending just like exactly. didn't do it for me. I know. And I don't want to spoil it, obviously, yeah. but I just want to say like it just characteristically did not make sense to me. Like I get like I read reviews, too, and I get what he was trying to say. But ultimately, like I just didn't believe the character choice that like motivated that final scene and also just the way he abruptly ends it it really frustrated me and I'm just like you don't have to wrap a neat bow on everything but like your viewers shouldn't feel like wait did my computer just break yes. when the movie ends? you know what <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean <laughs> like I was it ends very abruptly and I was just like oh no I my battery died I have to like reload this but no it was just it was over <laughs> So, I mean, it's getting a lot of attention, and I'm sure it'll be in the Oscar running, especially for Ethan Hawke, who does a great job. So, it's, like, hard. Like, should you watch it? I don't know. But it's there if you want to. Amazon Prime, so. So, the moral of the story (laughs) is, if you are a pretentious person, you can go watch Roma or First Reformed. (laughs) And if you are not an asshole, then you can go watch (laughs) the One Tree Hill uh, Christmas Christmas special. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have to watch it just to cleanse my palate a little bit because I am burnt out of pretentious films. Yeah. What else did you watch in this roundup, Shelby? I'm curious. I watched The Tale on HBO and Sorry to Bother You on Hulu. And maybe that was it. I feel like there's another one, but they all just started to blur together, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sorry to Bother You. That's another But they were another good. one that's... I liked Sorry to Bother You in a Strange Way, and The Tale is a really great film. Yeah, but I haven't seen it, but I, it's on my list to watch before, you know, like, good. 
the end of everything. So I know, and I'm not sure it's like going to be eligible for Oscars because it was released on HBO. Mm. Um, I but. I, it was a good movie. Yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's like I know. I think it was up for things in the Emmys, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. But I don't. I think it like barely got yeah. in under this past year's Emmy contention. It'll and it will probably be nominated or up eligible at least for Golden Globe nominations, which come out on yeah. Thursday, which I'm looking forward to. But <laughs> yeah, uh, but I don't think it's up for Oscars. Um, do you have any other movie yeah. recommendations, Hannah? Anything you've been watching lately or liking or disliking? Uh, or looking forward to? Looking forward to? Um, I am excited to see the new J-Lo rom-com coming out. I always love her in a good <laughs> rom-com. So with the second chance or something. I Thank forget, you. Right? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I, I love those. I have so. been wanting to see it. I know yeah. it looks great. Honestly, it does. Looking for like to great that. in a like so bad it's good way, or great in a so good it's good way. Because I definitely think it's the former. <laughs> There's like layers to films, Matt. Right? Like it's like not every movie is going to be award winning, and that's okay as long as it like fits in its parameters. So it's like when you look at rom coms, like what makes a great rom com doesn't mean it's stupid. It just means it's great at what it does. So. Like, sure, this might not be the best film ever made, but you need to stop discounting these lighthearted comedies because some of them are still great, okay? I was just talking last week about how much I like Instant Family, so you cannot yes, come that for was me. good. I saw that last week, too. Yeah, well, Very okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah, so see, you should have some hope in things, I guess Matt, that's true. is what I'm saying. I thought that movie was going to be bad, and it wasn't, so maybe the Jayla one will be great, too. Yeah. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. Yeah, it's J-Lo. Pay some respect. <laughs> well, thanks so much for being on the podcast, Hannah. This was so much fun to have you here you as our very first me. guest. Yes. Yes. Oh, thank I you. I know. It was, like, it was like Michael B. was in the room with us. So true. Yes. Like, I felt like I was there with him. So glad I could give you all the inside scoop from the set of Creed too. Yes. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to see you continue this um, extra oh, career. career. Are you going to do any more films, do you think? I mean, I definitely would. It was fun. And I, I mean, you get paid, <laughs> so why not? <laughs> Here's the real question, Hannah. Yeah, and do you get the craft table? Oh, yeah, no. We just got like food turkey stuff? sandwiches, oh. which is it's fine. Okay. I didn't starve, That's but fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, are you going to set up your own IMDb page? Because I know of people oh who do gosh. that when they're extras in movies. Um, I <laughs> wasn't thinking about doing that, but <laughs> maybe yeah. I need to, especially if I'm going to be playing Drago's love interest in Creed 3. Yes, that's true. I, I need to get the buzz going. <laughs> Yeah, you need to wait for the movie to come out and get like a still shot of you in the movie oh, so that you have something on your page. Good call. You know? Yeah, you can make that your picture. Character photo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I also was in a documentary, so I, maybe I do need it. Oh, wow. IMDb. Yes. Hannah, were yes, you for- in the weird movie that was made on our college campus when we were there? No, I don't think so. Wait, what was that movie again? It was like that weird, I can't even remember what, something about like playing cards or whatever, but I remember there being like a final scene that like a lot of people were extras in. And I was like, if you were in that, then you could have also. Uh, then I, I was not, sadly, I, I, I missed the cut. Uh, <laughs> no, I was not in that. So <laughs> Probably for the best. 
Well, now's your moment. Yeah, now you're finally growing into who you're meant to be. Right, a Russian boxing fan. Yeah. (laughs) In my club clothes. Yes, in the summer. (laughs) In the summer. (laughs) Well, thank you for being here. And uh, we look forward to having you back when you're, you know, in Creed 3. It'll be so exciting. Or before then, you know, either or. Uh, Okay. (laughs) But definitely for Creed 3 whenever it comes out. But I guess um, until next time, thanks everybody for listening. And thank you again, Hannah, for being on this week's episode. Um, So bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.